Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Spokesperson for the American College of Emergency Physicians. She's Dr. Lee and the Dr. Lee Vinoker Show. Hi, welcome to the show. It's Health from the Outside In, and uh, I always say where uh, feeling good starts with looking good, and New Year uh, is a time to really take stock of all that, and we all make New Year's resolution. My next guest, Jim Laval, is a nationally recognized clinical pharmacist. He's a certified clinical nutritionist and author of a book, The Metabolic Code, Nine Keys to Optimum Health. So it's the perfect way to start the new year. Welcome, Mr. Laval. Thanks for being here. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. So, you know, everybody has it. I mean, I think uh, clinical nutrition is uh, an important way to talk about New Year's resolution because so much of our health hinges on what we eat. There's you know, new dietary guidelines uh, related to sugar. So how do you kind of kickstart your healthy routine now that the holidays are over? Well, you know, it's interesting. I think for most people, they're just looking for day-in and day-out guidance. You know, I've been involved, you know, planning diet and fitness programs for, you know, major fitness chains for years. Uh, You know, the last one being a couple hundred thousand people. and, And the reality is, People are really committed emotionally. They know they want their bodies physically to get better. Most of the time, they don't understand some of the basic things that could help them to kind of take the peaks and troughs out of their daily life. Um, For example, you know, the new guidelines on sugar, 12 teaspoons of sugar a day, the new limit, right? Uh, (laughs) I would probably say, hey, guess what? (laughs) We could could probably cut that in half, uh, you know, and and it would probably be a good thing because we have 50% of our population is either diabetic or insulin resistant. So what's the big things we do for the new year? Yeah, but that, um, just for a second, sorry to interrupt, but that is tough because, you know, you drink one soda a day and that's almost your allotment. And there, you know, people try their best, um, but there are so many hidden sugars in, in, in food, you know, that's unbelievable. So that's a difficult thing for people to adhere to. Exactly. Um, You're right. I, you know, I, 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 let's, the the point I was going to make was that, People need to learn how to count their carbs. Like what we can, you know, like the thing is, is there's always this argument about what's the right amount of carbs, what's the right amount of fat, what's the right amount of protein. Over the last year, there has probably been at least a half a dozen tier one primary, you know, you know, care, uh, you know, reviewed, you know, literatures that uh, you know, articles that have been published, especially one journal, Sports Medicine. People, we don't have an obesity and diabetes problem in the United States because of a lack of exercise. We have it because of an overconsumption of carbs and sugar. So right. teaching people how to count their carbs and sugar, that's one step because you are so right. So many hidden sugars. So people that are going to be healthy and they drink a juice, right, because now it's all this pressed juices. Well, you go to the store and you look at the bottle, and it's all from fruit. but. Right. There's more sugar in that bottle of juice than there was in that pop. Right. And so it's teaching. we got to get to where we teach people, you know, how do you start to really make decisions for yourself? Now, the problem with that is, got to tell you, and, and I think, you now you know this is a, you know, you know, healthcare professional, you get it. We can tell people the right things to do. But when you're under chronic stress, people crave comfort food. 
And, you know, they, they, you know, you get under stress, you lose your feel-good neurochemicals in your brain, and now all of a sudden, that potato chip bag needs love, man. You want to give it a hug. And, and that, that is, the, for me, the big things that I've done in 30 years of, of practice. I, you know, I teach at George Washington University at their integrated medicine program. We, we work with doctors to teach them these more kind of lifestyle-based programs, is that we could tell people all the right things, but at one point we have to get their understanding of what of, of how things work, right? You know, because if you can figure out, wow, when I'm under stress, I want to eat more cookies. When I'm under stress, I eat more potato chips. When I'm under stress, I eat more chocolate covered cookies that have a potato chip on top. Um, and that's because that's triggering reward in your brain. It feels good. Now we got to try to say, okay, how do we make that happen? So that's, for me, I teach people, how do you count your carbs? How do you count your sugars? Let's try to maintain, um, an average so that you're able to, you know, survive the, the yo-yo effect of diet that occurs for most Americans. You know, people just, we're, we're really in a tough spot because you know, my wow. whole family's diabetic. So I know. So how many carbs, uh, saying you're not a diabetic, I mean, what is your recommendation for how many carbs? You know, everybody made fun of Atkins years ago, um, and the poor guy kind of died a little bit in disgrace. He had a resurgence and then uh, fell, hit his head. Um, but it is the sugar. I mean, sugar affects heart disease, we now know, Absolutely. too. So he kind of was right. He's probably turning over in his grave now. Uh, laughing at everyone. But so what do you tell people for carbs? How much carbs? Well, you know, I, I, part of it is how much activity you have. You know, I, you know, the Olympic bowl water that came in, you know, a couple of days ago is different in his carb needs than the person that sits at a desk, you know, mm-hmm. six, eight or 10 hours a day, has a half hour of workout when they stop on the way home to the gym and then sits on a couch and watches TV. So it, it's, you know, most people don't need as many carbs because we've created a very sedentary lifestyle. Uh, you know, modern man, it's very, we have a lot of conveniences. It's a life's a lot easier than it used to be. You don't plow your fields. You don't cut your wood. You know, you don't walk to the grocery store and carry your bags home. So, so the point being is that the numbers that we try to give people is try to get a total of 120 grams of carbohydrate today. And for the average person of which the majority of that comes from vegetables, I always tell people we eat three vegetables, every fruit. Um, then legumes, beans, and mm-hmm. make sure you get the fruit in there. And then modest amount of grains and starchy foods, about 30 to 50 grams of starchy foods. Now, what does that mean? Typically two to three servings. So serving size, about 15 grams each. And, 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 and what the other thing we tell people is, if you're having trouble with your weight, and you hit it right, I think Atkins was on to something. The problem is that some people that eat a very low carbohydrate diet, so in, you know, ultra low carb, which is kind of what Atkins was at, right. they end up sometimes spiking their their LDL particles, and so their cholesterol goes off a little, and they, they don't do quite as well. Well, so because we're he was high for, fat too. I mean, he was very high fat. Although exactly. fats back in butters in a little bit. <laughs> well, no, I I don't think I, you know I don't necessarily think like butter's a demon or neither is coconut oil. But what I think is a demon is if you're eating a lot of sugar and carbs. Like I have people that come in, they go, I'm eating paleo almost. So they eat a lot of fat, 
but they're still taking in too many carbs. So they spike their insulin. And the number one thing that contributes to, to, to placking your arteries is postprandial hyperglycemia. So, you know, we, you know, after you eat, if your blood sugar surge is over 140, more than likely you've either eaten too many carbs, potentially have had some sort of uh, sensitivity reaction to the food, um, and and you then trigger the potential for placking your arteries. So you got to learn, well, how do I keep that glycemic burden down? Um, and then how do I protect against oxidation? Because the big thing is, you know, look, there's two big things that are killing people. Now, obviously, heart disease, cardiovascular events, cardiometabolic risk, and, and diabetes. Those are two biggies. And, of course, there's other things throughout our culture. But those are right. two biggies. Yeah. So basically, I mean, if you, it is sort of more vegan, we know that vegetarian is healthy, more fruits and vegetables and, and things like that. And know your stress triggers is what you're saying so that you can overcome those ahead of time. Yeah. Oh, I think, yeah, absolutely. I think that you, uh, you have to deploy strategies to manage your stress because you know what? People aren't going to be without stress. And so, yeah, you need you need to do that. And then, you know what? I think people need to eat animal protein. I just think that they need to eat a plant-based diet at the same time. I'm, I, you know, okay. People eat way too much meat, not enough plants. Right. Very good advice. I want to thank my guest. This is the Dr. Lee Van Oker Show, Health from the Outside In, where feeling good starts with looking good. Stay tuned into your health. 